everyone. I'm Rosie Jervis, and welcome to the East Africa Institute's Outside Looking In podcast series. On the previous episode, we talked with Teddy Kenyanjui, co-founder of Seedballs Kenya, and learned how this initiative strives towards restoring Kenya's lost forests. For this week's episode, given the high youth unemployment rate of 57% in Rwanda, revealed in EAI's 2016 youth survey, I will be calling in to talk with a young Rwandese multi-business owner and gaining insights on the benefits for youth becoming entrepreneurs themselves in order to earn a living in East Africa. So I'm talking to a young entrepreneur who is currently in Ghana right now. So I'm just doing this over the phone. And could you please introduce yourself? Yeah. Oh, hi. Uh, my name is Senorita Muhoza. I'm Rwandese and I live here in Ghana, Accra. Okay, great, Senorita. Thank you for joining me. So could you please tell us a little bit about your business? I have two running businesses so far. I have Senorita Privé and I have the Senior Time Ventures. So uh, Senorita Privé is my fashion line. The, my fashion label that incorporates the Afrocentric fashion and the modern aesthetics. So all the pieces that I do are design and uh, probably made in Africa here in Ghana. I like to call it uh, maybe from Africa to the world because it's a way of showing the Africa through fashion and also now seeing all the hottest train in African fashion. It's one click away thanks to the internet. And who do you exactly market your products to? I market for youth. But truly, I think fashion can be for everyone. It doesn't matter the age. How do you reach your target audience? Do you have an online store or do you have a a physical store? Yeah, I have an online store. I haven't thought of opening the physical store yet because I wanted to reach a lot of people at the same time. And there's no best way to do it rather than doing it online. So mostly now uh, I do the web branding. I'm still working on developing my website with more content. Uh, Having my own domain and website helps a lot. And also the social media like Facebook, Twitter, Instagram have made it easier also in this era. Do you have a favorite online platform like Instagram or Facebook or Twitter? Right now, uh, my favorite is Instagram because I don't know, for some reasons, a lot of people tend to be using Instagram a lot. And yeah, they reach out to you. Everyone sees your product. Yes, that's true. Instagram is very popular these days as well. True. And do you have a team behind the scenes helping you out with your business? In uh, Senorita Privé, I do have a team of five people. And also Senior Time Ventures, I have a team of like other five people. So basically, I work with the seamstress. I work with the, the employees that I, I pay on the regular. And how did you find your team members? Is it through word of mouth or you already knew who they were? Most of them, I already knew who they were, and uh, I have uh, worked with them before, even before I started the Senorita Privé. They are reliable, and also their work is really amazing, and I can trust them. That's important. Have you faced any challenges since starting your business? Definitely. Challenges are always there. The main, main challenge, it's still not so easy to do the express delivery through DHL because it's so expensive. And it, it doesn't make it easier for us to have competitive prices over other people. And it, it's quite a, a challenge. And have there been any like, moments you've been proud of how your business is doing? Any big accomplishments? 
yes, yes. Whenever I look back, honestly, I started from nothing. But today, when I sit back and uh, take a look at everything, the impact, the financial stability, the people I had along the way, I feel proud. I am definitely not there yet, but I know for sure I'm on the right track. And I built this company definitely from nothing. I was everything in the company. For example, uh, Senior Time Ventures, I was doing everything. I, I couldn't afford to hire anyone. I was using my own car to do the deliveries. I was the driver, I was the marketer, I was keeping the books, everything you can think of. But today I have a, a company car, I have marketers, I have driver, I have seamstress. So I have people, at least 10 people that depend on the, the salaries that I have to pay them so that they can take care of their families. And currently I'm working with importing this amazing chili sauce from Rwanda to Ghana. So I really feel proud to have introduced a Rwandan product into Ghanaian market and see all the positive feedback across the country. I receive words of encouragement as well and appreciation from women all over the world uh, ever since I started Senorita Privé about my fashion designs, how they inspired them. And it feels good to be able to create jobs also for Ghanaian women. Well, that's great to hear. And do you have any like future plans? What's in store for your business? Like in five years time, where do you see it going? For like Senorita Privé, I am looking forward mostly to make it a fair trade business. And um, I want to do more creative projects. I want to add clients to my freelance base. I want to increase the publicity, learn new skills, and also increase the pay for my employees. Uh, for some time ventures, uh, I'm looking forward to expand more in all uh, West Africa. Right now, uh, I am going to start with Cote d'Ivoire, Abidjan, Nigeria, and Senegal early next year. It sounds like a lot of places to target. Do you think you'll hire on more staff? Yeah, it's a, it's a lot of places and very different, even though it's all within West Africa. But I have people I'll be collaborating with and uh, distributors for like Senior Time Ventures. So what I do with Senior Time Ventures, like I said, is uh, importing and exporting uh, products. So I'll be partnering mostly with the main distributors in those countries. And yes. um, I know I sent you earlier a youth survey that the East Africa Institute produced. It was in 2016. And yeah. one of the interesting finds showed that in Rwanda, 57% of the youth there are unemployed. So given that statistic, is entrepreneurship the best pathway for youth in Rwanda to earn a living? What do you think? From 2016 till today, the rate has definitely lowered. Last year was much better, but I, I, am, I admit it's still not perfect. It's still a worrying issue. But I know for a fact the Rwandan government is doing all they can to, to, to solve that. Like, for example, there's this business development fund. It's called BDF in Rwanda. That plays a critical role in helping the country create more jobs and reduce youth and, and unemployment and under unpayment in the country. Also, the Rwandan government have launched the Made in Rwanda campaign where they can promote the cons uh, consumption of locally made products. So that has encouraged a lot of youth to open their own business, to be entrepreneurs, and uh, just so that they know they, they have the support from the government, it has made it easier. 
So today in Rwanda, the youth um, are taking the initiative to invest in their innovative energy in, in the pricing sector, trading uh, like ICT, finance service, the design, fashion, photography, a, a lot. And the uh, Rwandan gov government also promotes the youth entrepreneurship through technical and uh, vocal education and training. So they do give them the training. So I, I really think yeah, entrepreneurship uh, is a thing that the youth in Rwanda can think about. And from your experience of being an entrepreneur yourself, what piece of advice would you give to youth in Rwanda and in East Africa in general? How can they start a successful business in East Africa specifically? Okay, looking at the uh, East African uh, market right now, we have a lot of highly innovative youth in East Africa. And all I can tell them is, uh, is just to believe in themselves and start small and start now because when you start adapting yourself i'm like oh i don't have this i don't have that start with what you have and uh, along the way you will get what you wish to have starting uh, running and growing a business uh, is a lot of hard work along with long hours sacrifice tons of stress but it's definitely worth it so i i just encourage them to to believe in themselves and follow their dreams and just don't think of what they don't have. They should just use what they have for the moment and just start. That's very good advice, yeah. And they definitely need to believe in themselves to pursue this successful business, that's for sure. Okay. Well, that comes to our end of our discussion. Thank you very much, Senorita, for giving us your insight. Thank you so much. So now if you have any comments on what you've heard, thoughts on a topic you want discussed in future podcasts, or even if you'd like to be a part of the podcast, please feel free to send me an email, which is found on our East African Institute SoundCloud page. And remember to stay tuned for upcoming episodes on the Outside Looking In podcast.